Hey, what's going on, podcast listeners and gamers? Welcome back. Welcome to the Gamers Anonymous podcast. My name is Trey Turpin, and I am your host. Um, this is, once again, the Gamers Anonymous podcast, where you can satisfy your cravings or obsession of all things related to video games. This is episode 20, and it is Friday, November 6th, 2020. Uh, once again, I'm actually here with two of my good brothers, Tommy Harless. What's going on, bro? What's happening? What's happening? How you doing? I'm good, bro. And uh, my other brother, Shane Turpin, what's going on? What's going on, bro? Nothing, man. I'm glad to actually have all three of us back together. I know it's been a, a few episodes since all three of us were able to hop on the episode. So um, definitely, this is a very special episode. I say that all the time, but this is the last one right before Next Generation. So I'm super excited. I uh, hope you guys are excited as well. Um, but of course, uh, we have a few things to talk about. A uh, little bit of uh, big news came out here within the last week or so. Um, and also, uh, pretty much we're just going to you know, express our excitement for next generation and just, uh, you know, compare, you know, everything that happened earlier this year with all the announcements and just everything leading to next generation and probably reminisce about this generation as well. Um, you know, as we're pretty much saying goodbye to it, not totally goodbye, but, you know, cause as, um, this generation is going to be different when you when you cross over since they're going to support this generation and next generation for at least uh, the next year or so. So. All right. So before we go ahead and get started, um, as always, you know, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for uh, listening to the last podcast, uh, the episode. Um, I love that you guys are running those numbers up. I appreciate that. If you could just always go ahead and Look us up on any podcasting podcasting platform. Um, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. And go ahead and leave a review or a like and share us with your friends, man. Uh, like I said, I just want to uh, see those numbers rise. It's really helping us out uh, just seeing our progress. So other than that, and, you know, as always, I just want to go ahead and, you know, express what we've been up to this past week or so since we last did shot our episode. So I'm going to actually go ahead and kick it over to Shane first. Uh, what you been up to, bro? Man, for real, for real, man, I've been out to sea for real, man. It's life been hard, man. It's COVID, like. Bro, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought you was about to say out to sea and sea of thieves. Nah, nah, I should. <laughs> I wish, man. I swear, I swear. Mostly, man. I haven't, I haven't really had time to game for real, for real. Honestly, understandable. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's been some weeks. I can honestly say, you know. Okay, so what was the last thing that you remember playing? Uh. Like I said, uh, I told you I've been playing that Among Us here lately. Uh, you know, everybody been hopping on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I've been playing that, I, I mean, I guess, you know, daily just about for every once in a while. But that's about it, though. But that, I mean, that's just something I feel like, I don't know, a little side game. You know what I mean? Just something to pass some time. You know what I mean? The matches are so quick. Right. I mean, yeah, I know you were telling me about it because I haven't played it myself because for some reason – I was thinking that that it was only uh, PC only, so 
and then you told me it was on uh, available on phones as well so i went ahead and downloaded it asap and uh you know yeah i'm sad to say i'm like late to the party i know it's been a phenomenon so you would be both uh, oh okay I, I was just about to ask you what do you think about it uh i mean i like it man i i, I see why you know a lot of people like it you know what i mean just because like I mean, well, mobile, I don't really know, like, about mics or whatever, but I know, I don't think you can have a mic or whatever, because I don't hear nobody ever using one or anything, but, uh, like, as far as on PC, like, to be able to talk, you know, BS people, try to bluff people, and whatever, I can see, you know, why people would like this game, because it's kind of got, like, some real elements of life to it, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, man, who... Who's the who's the op in the situation? Like who who out here? You know what I mean? Really against yeah. it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I see why people like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you looking a little sus over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what's up, though. Uh, what about you, Ta? What you been up to since the last episode of the podcast? Uh. No man, I've been just chilling. To be honest, I uh, I've really been playing that Modern Warfare. I kind of uh, slowed down on the two K, especially after seeing that uh, trailer for the uh, city and everything. Yeah, I kinda, uh, and I I kind of uh, you you already know because we was in a group chat and um you know I said I'm I'm hanging them uh hanging up my shorts on that gen, on the current gen. Uh, so I just been playing that Modern Warfare just to you know I mean. It's something to play, bro. So, I mean, right. I, haven't, I haven't really um, been, like, too vested into it. I've just been playing it, man, just to have something to play and, you know, something to pass the time, bro. That's about it. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, uh, I hung up my gun. I put that up in the vault on uh, Warzone or just Call of Duty in general because I'm just waiting to actually play the Black Ops Cold War you know uh your boy went ahead and uh purchased it so you know since we're hey, game sharing you should be you. able to download it hey you know? thank goodness that's what's up i'm let off yeah. that yeah. Yeah, I, thought, I thought you would have known because i was like yeah i played the beta and the only way to play the beta really at least at, at that time you had to have pre-ordered it oh no so, i didn't i didn't even associate that like i was just like oh okay that's what's up because i thought you i thought when you said that i thought you played it on the playstation cause i know on playstation it's like you know it they was free had, yeah, yeah yeah so that's why i was just like oh that's what's up like i didn't associate it with xbox excuse me right right okay okay yeah so okay that's not bad man uh like with you guys i know I, I had a spell as well i haven't been playing much i think on the last episode i told you guys that i played uh and beat resident evil 7 and that was like man that was just an amazing game like uh man i can't wait for resident evil 8 uh that's just my type of style of game but um other than that i've just been trying to knock out that spider-man playstation 4 um like I'm not gonna lie, like it, it I kind of hit a wall on it. Not hit a wall. I just it was like, okay, it kind of got uh, long for me. As I remember, uh, me and Ta was discussing, uh, and you know, he was telling me like, hey, you know, it it starts off pretty fast, but then it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, it's kind of long. So that's exactly where I'm at right now. Um, I think I just like uh, what was it? 
I think I just finished act two and I don't know how many acts there are. <laughs> yeah. And, but I felt like I was so like, it kept saying I was 60% the whole time, but now I just reached over 70 something percent. So I'm like, man, I was like, it took me, it took me like not that long to get to 60, but get to 70. It took me like hours to get to the 70%. So <laughs> Yeah, but other than that, like that's what I've been trying to knock out. And as you guys know, like I was able to secure a pre-order for the Series X. So I went ahead and uh did my, you know, put my last little bit of money to secure that so I could pick it up next week. And uh like man, that's what I just been waiting on, waiting to uh eventually play that Call of Duty and uh that 2K on it if I don't manage to sell it, which is going to be hard to try to convince myself to do that. So, but yeah, that's all I've been doing. Um, but okay. Uh, so, uh, that's definitely what we've been up to this past week or so. Um, I do want to, no, I'm going to save that towards the end. I forgot I moved it towards the end. So we're actually going to, if nobody else has anything else to share, we're just going to go ahead and jump into the main topics. All right. So, of course, one of the biggest news, at least to us, that uh, has happened this past week or so, um, NBA 2K21 finally released their new addition to uh, next gen to their next gen game, which we found out pretty much, you know, this next gen of NBA 2K21 was built from the ground up. Um, they went ahead and specified that there's 150 new animations for the NPCs. Uh, they added second a second broadcasting team to kind of like switch up so you don't, you know, get used to them saying these exact same phrases and things um, that we all know about sports games. They tend to just, you know, don't change it up as much. So they added that. They also went ahead and added the city, which pretty much replaces the neighborhood mode. Uh, and that's actually like an open world uh, where, you, of course, you can traverse. It's so big that you can walk, skateboard or ride a bike. Uh, they said that it's going to at least be you can have up to 100 players on a server. Um, there's four different affiliations, which I know T.A. and um, our boy Steve, I know they're happy about that. And I'm pretty sure everyone's happy because NBA 2K16, I think, was, um, you know, they had affiliations in that game and everyone loved NBA 2K16. So that's a nice little addition. Uh, the four affiliations are Northside Knights, Beast of the East, South City Vipers and West Side Wildcats. Um, in the city as well, you can run for mayor in your hood pretty much. So within those four affiliations, each one will have a mayor that you can vote for. And the election happens like every six weeks. And while you're mayor, uh, if you get elected, of course, you can design the courts, uh, create custom soundtracks for, uh, I guess, you know, people to listen to during events and the look of your district, you can change the look of it. Um, so and then that's everything for the city mode. Uh, they also went ahead and added 
NBA or I'm sorry, WNBA. They added more to that because, as you know, they added the teams of the WNBA, but they also went ahead and added a my career mode and online league for it. Um, they also in NBA 2K21, they added a new my career options for the story, which is called Long Shadow, I believe that's what it's called. Um, it's a, just another option. You can pretty much join the G League or go to college now uh, in the uh, my career. So those are the new additions to NBA 2K21. Now I'm going to go to Tommy since he knows, you know, he keeps up with it a lot more. Uh, so how did I do, bro? Did uh, I cover everything? Was there anything I was missing or did I misinform anybody? Man, i tell you what. if we didn't know that you don't really play 2K like that. You did a very upstanding job, my brother. <laughs> hey. You gave them okay. all the good information that they hey, did. That's, that's what I like to hear. Okay, so uh, go ahead, Shane. Tell me, uh, what do you think about this news? <clears throat> to be honest, man, it's got me wanting to check it out, man. For real, for real. Sounded like they, uh, they did a lot to it. Uh, to be honest, uh, what I'm more excited about the for me though is the WNBA part though. I'm like that, like big ups to that. You know what I'm saying? Them doing that. You know what I'm saying? Add more to that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm curious to see like how big of a female audience like would that actually attract? You feel me? Like mm -hmm. as far as like competitively like playing online and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like you know what I'm saying? That's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? And then the the, the part with the affiliations. And the server, so it's gonna be like an open world type. Like, what you gonna do? Like, run around, like challenging people to games or what? I mean, that's what I'm. I I haven't played in my park since I want to say 2K19 was it? Or mm -hmm. that was when I you think played. So. That was when you was playing with us, me and Steve. Yeah, and and that's like a lot smaller. And and that was like it wasn't even big, wasn't it? Like 2K17 or 2K18, where it was huge. Nah, two K, two K. You talking about the the no two K eighteen was when it was big, like the okay. neighborhood was huge, and everybody yeah. complained because you had to run so far to get to like the courts. Like the courts were on the other side of the basically map. Like right, like it was it was run down the street, turn, run down that whole street, turn right, run down that street, and then you're at the courts. So like you were running like. <laughs> distances but like people people didn't like that so that's when they came out with the neighbor like it was the neighborhood but they made it kind of smaller and then that's when in 2k19 it was what it was you know what i mean and you know right. of course it stayed like that in 2k20 and then this year you know they kind of updated it a little bit i guess okay okay yeah, I mean, uh, so that, yeah, pretty much it sounds like it's an open world to me. Like, they're going to have everything they had in the 2K18 with, like, all the shops and, like, just other stuff. Like, I mean, I just feel like it's an open world. It's it's like, um, what's that game? It was, like, Second Life where pretty much, you know, it's just a whole nother world. You probably have a whole nother life in this new uh, NBA 2K. But uh, what what else do you think about it, Shane? Like. So you you would definitely pick this up. It sounds like pretty much. I'm definitely interested in it. You know what I mean. I definitely would give it a try. You know what I mean. Check it out. You know me. I ain't never really been, been big in the sports games, but uh, it seems like they're trying to do something different. You know what I mean. Like because 
that that was my main thing was sports games. Like I, I mean, I used to play mad and heavy back in the day. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just got fed up with things just being the same over and over every year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's never changed. Not at all. Like I think uh, me and TA, like we had to like take breaks at times. Like I remember we did it with Madden. Uh, I, I did it with 2K and I just ended up not picking up 2K picking it back up so i'm like far behind in that but the madden i'm kind of getting there again uh you just need like a break because it do like when one comes out and it's like totally new they're gonna ride with that for the next two three years before they try to add anything else new or you know reinvent the game pretty much yeah but yeah i'm with you though i'm like super excited like i haven't touched it this gen um i know tommy ben uh purchased it I just haven't downloaded it, but with them saying that it's pretty much built up from the ground up and they're saying this is like the showpiece of next generation uh, graphics wise, uh, it definitely has uh, it has me wanting to try this game out. Uh, so but what about you, T.A.? I know you like I said, you play 2K, so you're probably like, are you happy with these results or? You know, I know you're a little harsher when it comes to when 2K try to make promises. That that's just because I love 2K, so that's why I'm I'm very critical of that game. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I didn't even know this trailer was coming out. I was at work when you sent it to us in a group chat, me and, with me and Steve. Um, you know, and when I went on break, I saw it and I watched the video, and I was like, dang, I was blown away. Um, it looked it looks really good. Um. From what I saw, it looks like they really took a step forward, and they they it, it seems like they actually listened to the community in some aspects of it. Um, especially the main thing is with the affiliations because I just feel like it it, it did get to a point where affiliations became stale, and it was it was more so about just being a part of something instead of like really feeling like you were a part of the affiliation. Like, yeah, you right. pick your affiliation, but other than on rival day, which is like you go into the different affiliations, um, I guess area of the, their, their area. And you could like play basketball games there. And like, you could, you know, earn rep, like double rep if you win. Uh, right. So so other than that, like on Rival Day, that's when you really felt like you were a part of affiliation. But other than that, you really didn't feel like it. But it now seems like with these new affiliations, like you're really going to be a part of that. Like, like you said, like you touched on, you know, like from the design of your, you know, from the design of the neighborhood, like the, your little hood, um, the courts, the soundtrack, the look, you know, everything like that. So it sounds like they're really taking a step there. And it just seems like it's going to be more massive. And that's what they really needed. I mean, the neighborhood, it definitely had a place. Um, and it was cool when it was first announced, but I think it was, um, it outlived it after 2K, I would say after 2K19, um, people really lost interest in the neighborhood because not only did they recycle the same one, but like just the monotony of it and it, it, it didn't seem genuine. Like it, it, they 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 seemed like they had an idea and it was a good idea at first but it didn't seem like it was it was just a placeholder you know that's that's probably the better word it was a placeholder for it right but 
also with that, I'm definitely excited about like Shane touched on the WNBA because um, surprisingly, if you go on like Twitch, you see a lot of girl streamers streaming 2K. Like I, I've I've seen it. Like there's a lot of female streamers who actually stream 2K, and now it seems like they can actually you know be themselves in a game. You know, which is really cool um, yep. to see. You know, they don't have to, they don't have to create a male character. They can actually be a female and be themselves and, you know, dominate the WNBA. Which well, is really that's cool. what I was, I was about to say, like, did they incorporate, uh, you know, women in the my park or not my park, mm. the city? In the city? I don't know. I don't know if they are going to do that. That would be a nice feature. If they didn't, I feel like that will be in the next year's one or the year after that. Because I do think that is deserving, um, you know, because, you know, females are just as good as men, you know, you know, it's it's definitely it would be cool to see if they did right. incorporate that. I mean, uh, I could I could kind of see like I would love to see them, too. But I mean, they it is like two different play play styles, kind of in a way, like at least from what they were saying, like with the WNBA, like how they control and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it, cause I know that's what, uh, the, one of the reviews I was watching or the previews, he was just saying how, like, uh, it's a big community for it. And they like, just, mm, how can I say it? Like, I, you know, I would just say it's just a little, they play like a little different, like they play just as good as the men, but I feel like, um, I don't know, I guess the, you can't have both archetypes or, you know, like the animation for the man and the animation for the female, like they play differently. If you can have them both in the same uh, right. playing together, I wonder if that's something they got to consider or right. if they, if they both would just be playing alike. Cause if that was the case, then you would probably see the matchup of a WNBA team versus an NBA team too. In the, yeah, in the that game, would be cool. if that was possible. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, if they don't want to do that, then I feel like they should build a city specifically for WNBA my players, you know. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I could that, see that. I, I mean that's what I could, feel like. That way it could be Yeah, it could be females on females, you know, because I, I can yeah. see what you mean there because you know, um they definitely have animations for men and they have de- animations for women as well, you know. But to collaborate mm-hmm. that, especially in like a um, a setting like the city, that would be kind of hard. So I feel like if not on this gen, I mean, not gen, sorry, this uh, 2K21, I feel like in 2K22 or even 23, they should incorporate that, um, make a city for female, my players, definitely. Because girls need I girls agree. need love too, you know. what I mean, oh yeah, women, women definitely need love too, and and they're a big part of the gaming industry for for real. So, but I, I back to the this. I mean, I definitely like what they're doing. Um, it this this is the one game that, like I said in our previous episode, that makes me want to get the next gen. Um, if it wasn't for this game, I probably would want to hold off even longer than I want to already right, or, I'm, right. or I'm going to have to already because of, you know, Christmas and, you know, stuff like that. So you got to take care of the kids, man, first. Uh, so, yes, sir. Uh, so, um, but I like what they're doing. Um, definitely 2K has definitely taken a, 
step in the right direction, I feel like, with this. And I feel like they're getting they're trying to get back in people's good graces, but until they reduce those microtransactions, that is not gonna happen. But this is a good first step, definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like everything they're doing here, like I mean, I already know it was a night and day difference, but I do know like people were getting fed up with 2K that they were so fed up with 2K that they were, I guess, making themselves find good things about NBA Live and like what they were doing. And I know they were the first ones to do like WNBA players in their game first, I think. Mm -hmm. And like I get and they were doing, you know, I'm not they were never on 2K's level, but they were just doing a little bit of different things than 2K. But with them missing out, I think like this year or even last year, like it seems like 2K just like if people were getting tired of 2K, I feel like this one might actually redeem like 2K like they really need redemption anyway. But I just think this solidified like we're probably not going to see another NBA live just because for one, they missed the past two seasons and two, like, I guess this is going to bring back all the skeptical people of 2K back in. So, but, yeah. but I'll, go ahead. No, no, no. I, that's everything I had to say. No, but I was going to say, but also this, this makes, it feels like 2K kind of went out of, like, I wouldn't say their comfort zone, but that is probably the opportune word to say. It kind of seems like they went out of their comfort zone a little bit. And it seems like they actually listened to the community for once because they took out affiliations in 2K16 or 17, one of the two, and they hadn't been in the 2K ever since. And mm -hmm. people have been clamoring for those, clamoring and clamoring and wanting those, you know, and they actually listened. And like a my, a my career mode for the females, like I know last year was the first year that they were in a 2K, but you know, people wanted that for females because it's, you know, they deserve. Uh, you mute, you muted yourself, bro. Sorry. I said they, they opportunity, they wanted that opportunity to shine too. Um, yeah. So, um, so that's had, the, oh, my bad, go. No, you're fine. Uh, people, people, it seems like basically the gist of it is 2K is actually seeming like they're listening to people. Um, that's my big takeaway from it. Just from everything you listed off here and even in that video that you sent us, that trailer for the city, it seems like they're listening to people and they're actually paying attention. It feels like for once, because it mm -hmm. feels like for the past, like three or four years, they have just been not, they've been very negligent is yep. like the best word to yep. use. Trust me, I'm sure everyone who plays this game feels the exact same way. Uh, and they know it, especially with the last couple, like, appearing on Game Pass and stuff like that. That's that's letting you know, like, hey, they trying to get people to stay in and stay invested and spend more money. Mm -hmm. You know, so, okay. So it sounds like uh, the most intriguing thing for you is is the uh, more options uh, for the, the added additions for the WNBA that and the city yeah that yeah, and, and the, the affiliations city. and the yep. affiliations yeah so pretty much is everything yeah okay yeah, everything yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a nice it's a nice step forward it's just you know i wish i can get my hands on it but i will wait patiently if i gotta wait till 2k22 i that's cool because then sure. i'll be super excited you know right 
Yeah, I'll definitely I'll let you know. I, I know I'm gonna download it <laughs> as soon as I can. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, like I said, I'm excited for that. Uh the Call of Duty, I don't even know why I bought that, but I just went ahead and did it because you bought last year. So I'm like, let me go ahead and buy this year's. I, I am appreciative. Thank you, yeah, sir. Yeah, I, I, I pre- and it's a black ops game. I'm yeah. super hyped. So Modern Warfare, goodbye. So yeah. I'm, I'm super <laughs> excited. Yeah, so definitely I'm def- I'm going to fire this up um, and I'll definitely let you know. So, but other than that, Shane, you had anything else to say on this 2K news? Nah, man. I think y'all covered it. All right, bet. So let's go ahead and move on uh, to the next topic. All right, so the next one here is going to be a little shorter one here. Um, There has been, pretty much as we know, I'm going to just go ahead and say it, there's been the reviews. Reviews of everything came out for the Xbox Series X, the NS, the PlayStation, and the PlayStation 5. And one of the main things that a lot of people have been uh, pretty much talking about and hyping up is the PlayStation 5 controller, the DualSense 5. Uh, pretty much the press and the influencers, you know, they got their hands with the PlayStation 5. And what they've been saying about the DualSense 5 is that it is the most next gen thing seen so far. Uh, they pretty much just praise the haptic feedbacks, the adaptive triggers and the built in mic. Uh, they also went ahead and said that Astro's Playroom, which is a pre-installed game for that's installed on a place on every PlayStation 5, which pretty much just shows off the new features. Um, you know, they praise that it's like the best way to uh, take advantage of the DualSense 5. Uh, features and also it uh just lets everyone knows like what developers and third party and first party developers can actually do with these features so one of the questions is that um i've actually seen a few people ask this to people who are reviewing it is um is this just a gimmick or a standard setting feature so before you know, we answered that question, Shane. I'm gonna ask you. Um, you know, what do you think about all the press and everything going on uh, regarding the uh, Dual Sense Five? I mean, from everything that I've seen, it's uh, it's been a lot of like. I mean. They've been saying everybody's been saying it's good, but my thing is, is like, I mean, I want to, I, I want to be able to test it and have it in my hands, you know. Like, yeah. uh, at the end of the day, like they can say whatever they want, but like you, sh- uh, you know, our developers and stuff are, are how long are they really going to use this feature? Is it really going to make that much difference in my gameplay? Is it like I'm excited to see it? You know what I mean? Like I'm very interested in it. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, it's, it could definitely, I could see it, you know, bringing a change to, you know, playing the game or immersing you into the game in a different way. Uh, but like I said, I mean, everyone's saying it's great, but are developers really going to use it to its full potential is the only thing I'm worried about. So 
all we can do is just wait and see. You know what I mean? Wait till we get our hands on it and wait and see what games have in store for us coming up. Because the little demo thing they 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 they're gonna send out with it or whatever that like that's designed to show you the features. So of course that's gonna be like, oh yeah, this is neat. But after that, what 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 are they gonna do with it? Exactly. Because have you played with the do uh, the DualShock Four for the PlayStation Four at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I well, I don't know because you probably we probably, I know like me, I picked up the game later in the generation, but I had I did play a game uh, that came out within the beginning of the generation, which uh, it was the infamous Second Son. I think that game was like the only game that I've played so far that pretty much utilized most of the features of the PlayStation 4 controller, like with the touchpad and the um, the six axis uh, where you can uh, do the motion controls, um, the speaker and uh, yeah, just all the features pretty much like you can do one of the things is like you can turn the controller to the side like a spray can and you shake it up and you hear it rattling through the speaker like if you're shaking up a, a spray can and then you just hit one of the triggers and you spray and you actually move the controller and you're spraying the graffiti on the wall like and then when you get messages and stuff it comes through on the speaker on the actual DualShock. So I th I thought I'm like man this is actually some amazing you know I'm I'm liking these features you know it, it it actually puts me more in the game with these type of features so that's what it sounds like they just did that times ten on the DualSense five but as I mentioned that pretty much you know those features got scrapped as the years went on like you don't even use any of those features you might hear something with the speaker every once in a while but the touchpad i don't think gets used at all it's just a big start button to be honest so uh but what about you ta what do you think about uh this praise and stuff with the uh dual sense 5 uh i mean it sounds good i get i mean i guess i don't i i haven't honestly i haven't been keeping up with playstation too much because i knew that i wouldn't be getting it anytime soon um that's a game system i'm probably gonna hold off on for like another three years to be honest because it took me like three four years to get my ps4 and like you kind of told us earlier there's still games i want to play on my ps4 before i even think about a ps5 um but nonetheless it's that controller sounds really great i mean it that was the big thing that got me when we first saw other than the shape of the console and how massive it was um was the features of the controller it sounds really good but to double back on what you guys said and have been reiterating the whole time how often are they going to really use these features is it going to be a one-year thing two-year thing or is it going to be permanently that only time will tell and just going off track record it's not going to last too long. So I hope they make that decision and conscious effort to keep it going. But judging off the track record, I believe it will not last that long. So I hope they prove me wrong. Um, otherwise, it's just going to be a nice little gimmick for about a year or two. And then we will be progressing and moving forward like we always do with PlayStation. So, 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm not a uh I'm like you guys, like I'm like interested, but it's like I don't wanna believe the hype until I actually get my hands on it and then not even that wait a couple years to see if because I feel like the first party games probably will use it a lot longer than the third party. But yeah, I, I honestly think it's just something I think it's just gonna be a type of gimmick. Uh, just to get people because that's what it sounds like it's like yeah the playstation 5 is cool but the controller is the standout like people are like oh man (laughs) like it's making people want to buy it just for the controller pretty much which i mean that's just how it sounds like but real quick if you if you watch that one podcast though that we won't we won't speak of we won't name but oh yeah 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 I bet they big in, <laughs> I bet they bigging this thing up like it is the next big thing like it is the best thing since sliced bread and it's just yeah. like bro it's a controller bro chill out like yeah chill it's yeah like, it, you know how exactly I mean because people want something new they see that Xbox pretty much just stuck with the basics. And just, you know, focused on power and, you know, that's it. And like speed and stuff like that. And so did the PlayStation. But then they're like, oh, like instead of just getting newer power, you know, making my games run and look better, you know, they want like a new experience. Just like I guess that's why people flocked to the the Wii when it first came out, because it was totally something different compared to a you know a traditional controller in your hand and you playing the game so that's why i think people are excited and uh you know like i said people were excited for the dualshock 4 when they saw the touchpad and the uh you know the speaker and everything like that so like i said we'll see and you know um but one thing i do want to point out is um did you guys see the video about the microphone on the controller the built-in mic Mm-mm. Not no, at all. I had seen one about it. It it, it two mics on it. Was it? I think it's just one. Uh, I believe it's two. Maybe I think two it's one on the front and the back. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That probably explains why it sounds good. Because I was going to say that, like, the audio actually sounds pretty decent. Like, more than decent, actually. Because uh, someone was like recording themselves and they had it up to their mouth and it sounded really awesome. And then they put it down towards their lap. And of course, you know, you hear some space, uh, but you could hear them really, really good still. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll, I'll just agree. So, so, yeah, I, I just feel like I like I'm kind of impressed with that as well, because uh, I was like, man, they got the built in mic um i don't know and you know people are already they were tripping on the connect and everything always being on and you can listen even the smart home devices now like they're listening cell phones and everything so this is just another microphone and especially with sony saying that you know they're going to be recording you know party chats and stuff now um and listening in and stuff so this just seemed a little fishy but i mean like if you don't have a mic uh, I mean, you could probably just connect some headphones and be good to go. Or I don't know if you could probably play the party through your TV speakers and just speak with the controller. I mean, it just sounds like an easier way to get people involved. Right. You know, um, but 
other than that, what was I going to say? Something else about it that. Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody did say that they want to they want people to actually like play a game and talk into it to see if you hear like the buttons clicking and stuff like that on the controller, the triggers and stuff hitting back and forth, uh, the triggers and the uh, the joysticks. So that is something I do want to uh, witness myself is if like you hear a bunch of clutter, like if somebody was typing on the keyboard or something like that. <laughs> right. Sticks <laughs> slamming and <laughs> buttons pressing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to go ahead and talk on that because like I said, I've been seeing that that's been like the most talked about thing ever since people got their hands on the PlayStation five. So I thought it would be worth a mention to share with our uh, listeners here. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. Uh, So, yeah. All right. So pretty much this topic is a free topic. Pretty much Uh, we can talk about whatever we want to talk about, because this is the topic about pretty much next week is launch week, like of the next gen. Next gen is starting next week, starting on November 10th with the Xbox Series X and S. And then following two days later on the 12th with the PlayStation 5. So you know guys i want to know your opinions i want to know what you guys are really feeling about it um i'm gonna start off with you shane um you know next gen starts next week you know let's just talk about the long road of getting here and our excitements and our disappointments and you know what we're looking forward to the most okay man well first let's start are we ready for next gen (laughs) man yes for sure like man it's felt like the anticipation building up getting here it's like it's been it's been a crazy ride man it's been a crazy ride from dealing with the pandemic to these you know virtual shows that we're going through to these pre-order situations to who knows if they're going to be able to get a console to, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely been crazy, but, uh, so giving me flashbacks right now. <laughs> trust me, man. I, I get upset every time I think about the pre-order situations. Like, you know what I mean? Like I actually tried for both consoles and didn't manage to get either one of them. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, but I'm still ex- still excited, man. I'm still ready for next year. Like I'm ready for it to be here. I'm ready to see what you know progress we've made in the gaming scene. You know what I mean? The situation. Hopefully, man, these consoles can live up to their hype. You know, like you know, uh, we've been let down before. So, <laughs> yeah. like. Facts. They're screaming big numbers and whatnot. And I know at first, you know, it might take them a while to get things up and running right and whatnot. And, you know, they're going to tweak things and whatnot. But, you know, they just got to produce. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So which one are you more excited for? Uh, the Series X or the PlayStation 5? Man. That's that's crazy that you asked that. 
Honestly, man, I'm excited. I, I mean, I think I'm excited for both of them in, in the same, actually. Like, I don't know. I mean, of course, you know, I'm, a, I'm an ex, I favor Xbox. Okay. I play most of my games on Xbox, you know, but I don't know. I'm not biased to the PlayStation 5 either. Like, I'm excited to see what it's capable of, too. You know what I mean? Uh, and like you said, with the controller and whatnot, the features, I'm excited. You know, more excited to see, you know, what type of advancements like that's going to bring to the table and whatnot. Uh, but uh, like I said, uh, yeah, man, I think I'm equally excited for both of them. You know what I mean? Honestly, like I'm just ready to see if they're going to produce and if these graphics are really going to be better. If this HD about 2.1 and 120 uh, refresh rate, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it, if all this stuff is for real, you know? Like, right. you know, my TV can support it all. So, like, luckily I lucked out on that one. But, uh... Oh, yeah, because that's the main thing that I was telling uh, Tommy last podcast or the last episode was like, man, if you don't have... Like, I don't even have one and I'm getting one, so I should practice what I preach, but... I feel like if you don't have at least a good 4K TV, not just one of these busters that you pick up on, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I see them now. You can get like a 75 inch 4K. I don't know what kind of brand TV for like two hundred dollars. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I truly feel like it you need to spend a little bit of good like a little bit of money on one and like if you're not getting oled you know what i'm saying at least make sure those features are compatible like my tv my 4k tv is compatible with all of that it just doesn't go up to 120 hertz so you know here soon i'm looking to upgrade as soon as possible just you know to have that option available not saying i use it all the time just i would like to have it Hey, mine just my mine was a budget buster, but I mean mine happened. I only have one two point one port, you know what I mean? Uh it is four K uh and it does hundred and twenty hertz. It is hundred and twenty hertz. Uh it was a budget buster. It was like five hundred, which is like a seventy inch. So but like I said, so I mean, I'm hoping it even works. You know what I'm saying? The box said it could do all this, right? <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least so, your box said that. Mine, I'm over here googling. I'm like, damn, what's the serial number? What's the part number? Like, what's going on? What's the model number? Like, I don't even think mine has it because yours on the back of your TV does it say HDMI 2.1 or because people were saying like near the uh where you connect them the hdmi ports on the back like it'll tell you if it's like two. i don't know but it says it like on the uh on like in the little manual thing like it shows yeah. all the ports and it says points at one of them it's 2.1 only one of them is 2.1 yeah 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 uh-huh. and uh how many do you got I only got two hdmis i got three ports but only one of them's uh yeah that's how most of them are yeah yeah so yeah, I think your t- your TV is probably definitely better than mine. So I'm gonna be. I'm trying to get an OLED anyway. Like every time we walk in Sam's Club, that OLED just looking beautiful. Yeah, it just hit different, don't it? <laughs> it really do, man. I'm just. Woo. 
But yeah, okay. All right. So what what about you, TA, man? Don't don't forget about, you know, um just everything like Sony saying they strictly next gen and then doing the whole 180. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? And then Xbox, you know, trying to launch with Halo and then not having any first party launch games at all. Like, tell us your excitement and disappointments. Uh I mean I mean, I'd be excited if I was actually physically getting one. For me, it's just like, eh, we here. I mean, that's nice to see. It's good that it's good that technology is progressing forward. Uh, but like you said, there were a lot of mishaps um, between, like you touched on. You know, Sony saying they're gonna only do next gen, and they reneged that statement. And then Microsoft and Halo. Um, I mean, understandably, they got a lot of backlash. So it's kind of, I think that one was a good thing that they got uh, delayed because they definitely got a lot of negative feedback off that game. And with the first party game like that, that was supposed to lead the way, you definitely want that joint to um, look its best. And it definitely did not look its best at that demo. Um, But that's neither here nor there. I don't know. I I just feel like it's a lot of it's progression, and anytime there's progression, that's a good thing, um, and there's growth. So you can't be mad at that. Um, I just want both consoles to do well and exceed, because um, you know everybody has their own personal preference of which console they like. Mine's Xbox. That's just my personal preference. You know, some people might be PlayStation, but I just want everybody to enjoy themselves and enjoying gaming. That's the main thing, um, definitely. So yes, sir. Yeah, I think, of course, all three of us, I think, uh, you know, I prefer, you know, Xbox. You know, I don't want anybody to be like, oh, I'm not listening to this podcast no more. They all Xbox favorites. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love them all. I just love gaming in general. I kind of actually grew up out of that console world mentality, especially this generation humbled any any type of Xbox I had in me. So, like, it just lets me know, like, dang, now I know how the PlayStation 3 felt. You know, when people was like, yeah, Sony, Sony, Sony. And then the PlayStation 3 came out and was like, huh? $600? Hold up. Like, yeah. So, I mean, you it, it can, you know, and that's what I see now. I feel like, you know, Sony's kind of doing that now in a way. Not that bad, though. But I feel like anybody who's in the lead tends to just do that, ride that high horse and be like, I mean, we can charge an extra $10 if we really wanted to. We got the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, you're going to do that. I mean, it's a business. You know, you're going to do that. So, but other than that, like, I mean, I'm excited for both of them, too. Uh, like I said, that the reviews on the controller is really getting me super excited about, like, man, I really, because I've, I've been dying for, like, new experiences, too. So I want, like, new experience games. Like, I was giving you guys an example of, like, Death Stranding. I want that next gen, like, uh, like totally bizarre, never seen before type games. And then like, I guess new experiences, like with the controller, like I see they're making like haptic vests that you could put on. And like, you know, when you play shooters and stuff, you can feel where you're getting shot at. So I feel like this is like, I guess a controller version of that. You just have it in your hand. That John might cause PTSD though. Shit, especially for your head, though. <laughs> God, dang. Right? They, they, like, hurt. They're ready player one. Right, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, I would love, man. Just got to get one of them. They already got those uh, Omni tracks. I think that's what it's called or something. Omni directional, something like that, where you just sit on a treadmill. You could run in any direction in place and pretty much, you know, you running in the game, got the vest on and everything. Feeling, I don't know about the one for the head, though. I think, I think, yeah, that's definitely like a PTSD right there. Tracks. But, um, yeah, John, too. But yeah, man. Close to home. I just, I just feel like, uh, you know, since the announcement at the Game Awards for the Series X and then just everything with Xbox starting strong and then like pretty much them stumbling over their mishaps with the May show and then PlayStation pretty much just taking advantage of that and then just PlayStation taking their sweet time revealing their next console and stuff like that. It was definitely like we should have known months ago a price um we should have known like everything about these consoles what games are coming out and everything but with covid and the way things were happening man it just i felt like it drug it dragged on a little too long but one thing that i want to point out um you know it's kind of one of my like i don't know it's been bothering me but i've been posting it on twitter and i've been getting likes here and there like pretty much anybody i see that's like because i try to give like um I guess, you know, props to both consoles. Like, you know, I'm, I love the things that PlayStation is doing. I love the things Xbox is doing. But I see, I tend to see more hate towards Xbox on what they're doing. And I just, I've been posting something on my Twitter and people have been agreeing or they're like, oh yeah, you are right. It's about, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read it here. So it's pretty much uh, Ponies trying to downplay Xbox for, having and if you guys don't know ponies or sony fanboys they call them ponies you know they're trying to downplay xbox for having the most powerful and most affordable next gen consoles as if those aren't good selling points by pretty much preaching xbox has no games it's all about the games but do you guys not remember that in the beginning of the generation uh Sony fanboys, the media and PlayStation preached on how much powerful and affordable the PlayStation 4 was compared to the Xbox One. And they also always kept comparing the 1080p versus 900p, but they never said anything about it's all about the games. But now Xbox, they had the games compared to the PlayStation 4 in the first couple of years for pretty much all the Sony fans and everyone say uh, most people play third-party games anyway. So now Xbox pretty much checked every box and they have games on the way, which it looks like they're coming out within the next year or a couple years from now, just like how PlayStation did before it started dropping bangers. But since xbox is doing it it's no good and my examples were in the picture i put pretty much these are games that came out with 80 or more metacritic scores in the first two years of these two consoles so xbox had titanfall sunset overdrive forza horizon 2 ori and the blind forest forza 6 halo 5 and rise of the tomb raider and then PlayStation 4 only had Infamous Second Son and Bloodborne. So 
this is within the first two years of these consoles and not including remasters. So why my question to you guys is I want to know your guys' opinion. Why is the fact that since Xbox don't have games coming out at pretty much at launch right now is a bad thing, even though they checked, they got the most affordable console. They got the most powerful console. They checked every single box and they even let you guys know that games are on their way. Like, why are they still not getting the respect that I feel like they deserve? Mm, I mean, I just feel like no, but they're never going to be like, I feel like whoever put that statement out there, or if it's a couple people, whoever those people are, they are not comfortable or happy with themselves. And they're doing it to get a reaction because they know they can. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and that's 90% of the state. That's 90% of it because they know people are going to react to that. They react to negativity. So it's like, but you know the truth. Like you just conveyed the message clearly. Like, I mean, not too long ago, this was Sony in the exact same spot that Xbox is in. But look what happened. It turned out well. So, I mean, I just feel like that whoever that person is or those people are, they're not happy with themselves and they're just looking to get get a reaction. But we all know the truth. So there's no point in giving the reaction for that. You know, I mean, I understand what you did. You just put it out there that, hey, this was what happened, you know, not too long ago. And look, you know, Xbox was dominating at a time, you know, um, yeah, but, when it was about the games. Yeah, like they had the games, but people were preaching but, about power and affordable. Right. But I, I just feel like they're looking to capitalize off negativity is my thing. Yep. That's my yep. whole that's my whole sentiment from what everything you just conveyed. They're looking to capitalize off negativity and they know. It's easy to get, especially on social media, easy to get negativity on social media, easy because somebody going to react to it. Somebody yep. is going to feed off that and put a put a message out there and then boom, they got what they wanted. You know, yep. whereas if you don't react, then you good. Like, I mean, sometimes understandably so you you want to re- you going to react, you know, and we're all not perfect. We're all human. We all make mistakes. And, you know, sometimes we don't think things through like we should. But in something like this man only and and first of all only time will tell so unless that man is god or jesus you know only time will tell what's going to happen you know who's to say that you know sony may only come out like they may not have bangers like they did with the ps4 air right that person don't know that you know only only you know sony may only know that and god you know so they don't know you know, Xbox may come out with 20 bangers, you know, because they're making up for this current, this gym we're at right now, at least for a couple more days. Like, you know, we don't know. Nobody knows. Only God and these companies know. So, yeah. you know, it's just it's just negativity, man. You can't feed into that, man. For real. That's exactly what it is. Like, now that you mention it, and, you know, it's just they're doing it for the clicks, the interactions. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so what about you, Shane? What do you think about that? Did did you know these? Because I just wanted to put it out there. Like, I don't think people knew about it. Like when I listen to other podcasts and stuff, I'd be screaming. I'm like, yo, I'm like, but Xbox had the games. Like, what are y'all talking about? But that wasn't good enough at the time, you know? 
right. compared to the six to seven games I just announced for Xbox to two games Sony only had, and they were riding remasters and third party. Right. Yeah. No, I did. I did know that, but uh, it's just crazy though, because it's like, I mean, I, I just feel like, like these with these companies and stuff, just with some people, no matter what you do, man, somebody's going to have something to say about it. You know what I mean? Somebody's not going to like it. You know what I mean? So it's like, kind of like, just for instance, how uh, like people was mad about the whole Xbox acquiring Bethesda and all that, blah, blah, blah. You feel me? But if it would have been the other way around, and Sony would have did it, you know what I mean? They would have been they would have been happy about it. You know what I mean? So it's just like you can't please people, man. People are just going to try to say bad about stuff without the facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, pretty much you guys are hitting spot on. That's exactly what it is. Like they just, you know, they're going to hate regardless, even if it was, you know, I'm not saying it's just PlayStation people was Xbox too. Like you said, it, it everything PlayStation was doing, there's always an Xbox person trying to downplay PlayStation. So yeah, true. I I just feel like um, that was just one of the things, like because I ignore a lot of it, but that's just one I was like, they kind of like reneged, just like how PlayStation, like now it's cool for backwards compatibility. Like you don't hear PlayStation talking bad about backwards com- compatibility at all anymore. PlayStation people like. They probably say that's all Xbox is talking about, but now they're not saying like, yeah, who cares about backwards compatibility? You know, I'm focused on the next generation of gaming. So I guess it's just they pretty much complain about the stuff they ain't got, you know. So, okay, okay. Was there any other things that you guys wanted to talk about regarding just anything? Like I said, this is just a free topic. Uh, next gen, anything that you've heard past week or so dealing with gaming? Mm, no, I think I'm good, man. Man, what y'all know about the new Switch? Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, that it's probably coming out next year sometime. That's my assumption. So, so is it is it, is it going to be a whole new system or is it like a upgrade like a pro or what i feel like it's i feel like it's gonna be like a pro upgrade that's the rumors right right nintendo i think nintendo was telling developers to start making games in 4k or something like that for for nintendo switch so people are like oh they're getting ready for like a pro or something but uh, I think a lot of people are thinking it's going to be like a, a actual console. It's not going to be a switch. Like cause they're saying like the switch is like the middle ground. It's the hybrid. It can be a console and a handheld. Then they have the switch light that doesn't even switch at all. It's just a straight up handheld. So they just feel like the switch pro is just going to be the dedicated console. Right. Right. Yeah. No, but that's all I heard from, uh, you know, and that that was like a few weeks ago. That right. I heard about things. Why did you hear anything? Nah, that's why I was asking. I was just throwing it out there. Yeah, of course. As soon as I buy my Nintendo Switch, trying to hold off for the next thing that's coming off. 
uh, they announced that another one's coming soon. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> you know, it always it always happens. Like, always. Always. But yeah, man, I'm at, I'm excited for that for sure. Whenever that drops, uh, just because I like what Nintendo, like I fell off on Nintendo. I know we talked about it before. Like I haven't played Nintendo since like the GameCube was like the last time I played Nintendo heavy. And then the, the Nintendo DS light, you know, but other than that, I like once I fell in love with like Xbox and the PlayStation three, I was just a hardcore gamer, you know? So now I'm starting to fall back in love with the franchises and stuff that I grew up playing Nintendo. So I'm starting to fall back in love with Mario and Zelda's and the Pokemon games and stuff like that. Like I miss it. It was something I was missing that part of my heart, my love for video games. I was missing those type of games. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, was there anything else somebody wanted to mention? I, I, oh, I'm looking through my notes right now. I know I've had a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. And this is the episode to do it. But, yeah, it looks like a draw blanks. So we'll save that for another episode then. But, um, okay. So, since nobody else has anything else, that's pretty much our excitement and, you know, our thoughts about... Um, everything going into next generation like i was saying next generation is next week uh cannot wait um i'm definitely you know the next podcast episode i'm gonna definitely let you guys know uh how that series x is and to see if it's the truth or not um so other than that we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show So, of course, before we wrap up the show on The Gap, I'd like to go ahead and throw out a little bit of news here I uh, would like to discuss with you guys. So I I noticed this is a few things that I didn't get to talk about last episode, but I wanted to point out that I've seen a picture. It was an image of that the, the PlayStation Plus subscription might be getting uh, the prices raised. And the image here, it shows that for 12 months, it's going to be $79.95. For three months, $33.95. And for one month, it's $11.95. I think that's jumping from what? I think it's $9.99 for one month. Uh, I think it's $24.99 for three months. And $59.99 for 12 months. So they're jumping like $20 on the 12 months. Uh, 10, like pretty much $14 or not 14, $9 on the three months and $2 on the one month. What do you guys think about the price hike? Do you think like it is much needed or, you know, it was inevitable and that y'all think Xbox might follow suit because they kind of stayed and they stay in the same range as well. I remember this isn't the first price hike. I seen it. I mean, I felt like I seen it coming. It's, it's you know, I mean? I'm surprised they didn't do it sooner, for real. Not yeah, like eighty dollars though for a year. Like sixty was a deal, you know. But now it's like a whole extra twenty, which I mean, people gonna do it regardless. But <clears throat> I just feel like that was steep because I remember it went from fifty to sixty. But I, I feel like I feel like a lot of these like services or subscription services have been raising their fees. Yeah, I feel like every time you turn around, like Netflix go up, Hulu go, you know what I mean? It's just like, 
I feel like it's it's gonna get to a point where like you're gonna have to pick pretty much pick and decide what services <laughs> you feel like having because you know what I mean? everything's just getting so expensive. I feel like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't even pay for PlayStation Plus just because it's like it's just too much already. Like I don't play it that much to invest in it, in it. And I just mainly play their story mode games. Anything online, I play it on Xbox. And if I do play online on the PlayStation, it's the free games, and you could play those without a subscription. Right. So online. So I just, man, I just, I know, like you said, man, everything, all the uh, subscription based anything is just going up, like Netflix, Hulu, um, this gaming services. Um, it pretty much, especially with like Netflix and stuff, I just feel like that's defeating the purpose of uh, everyone liked paying like, you know, the six, seven dollars when they first came out. Now it's like going up to 15, 16, 17 dollars. Like it's pretty much just defeating the purpose of, you know, of cable. Like at first it was like cable, you know, they it, there was a certain fee because cable was like the middleman you know they're paying for the licenses to provide for you guys so you guys gotta subscribe you know pay these prices well these app services now pretty much eliminated the middleman and you're just buying hbo directly buying you know mtv or you know whatever channels and and shows and stuff you know at a different fee so you're eliminating the middleman but now just getting to the point where you you can have up to hulu netflix uh probably the amazon and uh disney and you kind of almost paying as much as cable and probably getting less you know at least in my eyes well you can get cable for like i don't know i'm gonna just throw out like a hundred dollars probably less you know to get a lot of channels and stuff but the thing about cable and stuff you just don't get to watch it when you want to like there's certain shows so but okay i think this price increase for the playstation uh is probably due to their uh new the playstation plus uh, i forgot what it was called where they're including those games like those uh certain number of playstation 4 titles and stuff that people might have not have played before i think that's probably why it's kind of raising up a little bit and plus it's been long overdue too so okay that was just one talk about that um also, we'll go ahead and talk about I want to know what you guys think real quick, real quick here, because I know we're running out of time. Uh, there was a Google Stadia employee that talked about I forgot his name, but he said that pretty much was saying like streamers should actually, you know, theoretically pay uh, licensing for to stream games. Um, And I just wanted to know your thoughts, because it was like a whole backlash, like everyone was saying like that guy's silly and you know he don't know what he's talking about like streamers actually help games grow in popularity and stuff like that and i think i'm actually on the unpopular side like i actually kind of like i see where he's coming from he's not really necessarily saying they should but he's just saying like there were some streamers complaining or something like about copyright issues and he was pretty much just saying, like, I mean, technically, you guys should be paying for the licensing to stream the games, um, you know, because I'm thinking because like that, I feel like in the near future, people would probably just watch somebody stream it and, 
they probably won't even play it now. You know, they might not like it or they, you know, they just don't play the game. So that's like, you know, pretty much voiding one sale, a potential sale they should have. What do you guys think about this comment? I mean, kind of to piggyback off you, he's not totally wrong. Um, do I think it'll happen? No. Um, nope. Nope. <laughs> but, but I mean, I can understand what he means by what he's saying. It sounds good in theory, but kind of touch base on what you said. You know, they help it. They do help it help the games grow in popularity. Like, you know, um, Warzone, for instance, you know, that game is massive itself. Like when it first came out, you know, it was massive itself. But do you think it would have grown to the heights it did without those streamers? You know, I know people going to play it, but like without the streamers on Twitch and YouTube or wherever they streaming at. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would have took off the way it really did, like or re- attain the heights that it did. I mean, I know it's Call of Duty, so of course you know it's going it's going to do well. But like to reach that the certain amount of heights that it did, no. And then you know they're always doing a tournament, you know, for that game. So like for Warzone, you know, and then like there's always people making like custom classes. Oh yeah, you should try this class, you know. And so people without those streamers you know and and them just you know providing that info or even just streaming or show or even just showing us play them playing in a tournament like it's helping not only increase their revenue and their you know standing but it's also helping increase that game because people are not only getting interested because they're learning their tactics they're learning okay well oh they do this okay maybe i need to implement that and take that and boom add that to my game or okay he uses that loadout let me let me try that you know so it's helping it's they're both helping each other essentially is what i'm getting at yeah oh yeah for sure like um yeah people use it for help as well like you were just Mm -hmm. saying like uh you know they look and learn different tactics Mm -hmm. and everything what other people are doing Uh, real quick that's how that's how because you remember that brief period where me and steve was playing warzone every day yeah, like yeah. every day, every day, we was like going and we and like that one time you played, he's like, "Dang, y'all nice!" Like, "Oh, y'all going in? Y'all know where y'all need to go? Y'all know what y'all need to do?" I ain't played this in like a couple a month or two. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm out of date. Like, you know, and you was just like, "Dang!" Like how me and Steve was moving and playing. That was from not only playing that game every day, but we was like constantly, you know, watching, you know, swag and like Nick Merks and like different different Twitch streamers, and then. Not only looking at the custom loadouts, like, oh, yeah, you look at this loadout, boom, and we send it. And, like, I send it to Steve or he send it to me. And, you know, we talk about it. And, like, oh, yeah, I'm adding this to my gun or I'm taking this off my gun. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know you. If I put that on there, it does what? You know, so we're constantly feeding off each other. And, like, the not only is the game a part of that, but the the streamers help help that, you know, because we're yep. picking up on things they do. And picking up on guns and classes they use and like, you know, watching them use it. So like it, it it's definitely it can definitely be a learning tool. So that's why it, that just kind of harkens back going to they're both, you know, helping each other, essentially is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a valid point. And that's what a lot of people were preaching. And uh, they were also talking about like a bunch of like no name games like, you know, like um, what was that? Fallout guys. I think that's Fall- what 
Was yeah, it Fall, Fall Guys? Guys. Yeah, yeah, Fall Guys. Yeah. yeah. Like that one just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the Among Us, you know, mm-hmm. that was another example. Like these like niche games. Like they even said like games. I remember uh, Goat Simulator and uh, the Untitled Goose Game. Like these are like games that were made by unknown developers and were indies, but they became famous or well known because people streamed them, you know, and it got the word out pretty much. So that's what I'm saying. I I agree. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon or anything like that. I just like he was pretty much just saying like y'all should be thankful that you're not doing it pretty much because y'all should be paying for these licenses because i i i personally see in the future you know i I hope i'm wrong or whatever but i feel like you know not us necessarily but i feel like the younger generation like i feel like they'll be more i'll i'd rather watch somebody play than me play it you know for some weird reason i don't know why they would want to do that but i just feel like i see that like the younger generation like little kids doing that more now like yeah yeah i watched some my mom wouldn't buy the game for me so i just watched somebody play the whole thing you know well that was a a a potential sale that they didn't get you know what i'm saying so i see that and i just wanted to yeah i think he pretty much i don't (laughs) that everyone pretty much told him to be quiet even google was like yeah he's not even that important in our you know uh in our division so yeah we don't believe what he's saying (laughs) so yeah so um also the last little bit of news it probably should have been a main topic but i think it was just you know something cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed once again people until december 10th i believe um so yeah it's just been a couple weeks i think it's like three weeks it got pushed back so we just got to wait a little bit longer. Uh, I know uh, Tommy and I were both excited to play that or get our hands on it. So definitely looks like we're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. And people are starting to get fed up. There's a lot of people still supporting. Like, yeah, take as long as you need. But uh, it got to the point where, like, people, they take this launches seriously. Like, they've been taking off time for work and everything on the for the release date so they can play it all day. Yeah. So what do you think about it, TA? What do you think about the delay? Real uh, quick. I'm not surprised. That's I mean, we've been waiting years for this game and you know, they just keep adding on to the delay. So at this point, like, what the hey? I mean, at this point, honestly, what they need to do is just push it in the next year. But I mean, I understand they want to get that cash cow before Christmas. So and they know they would make a killing because a lot of people are gonna want or not only want that game before Christmas or for Christmas, but a lot of people are probably going to get that game for Christmas. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think with them pushing the game for December 10th, another game got delayed that was supposed to come out that same day, which is the Medium, which is coming out for the series consoles exclusively, uh, and it's going to be launching on Game Pass and everything. Uh, that got pushed to January of next year. So I'm thinking it's because of cyberpunk, but it's probably because of COVID related stuff and everything like that. I just think it was a coincidence that cyberpunk says they're pushing it December 10th. And, you know, this is a lesser known game. So they want to, like, try to maximize exposure as much as possible and don't be shadowed by anything. Right. Yeah. So 
Okay, okay. Uh, Shane, did you have anything to say about uh, the Google Stadia employee or the cyberpunk delay? Uh, the Stadia employee, I mean, I feel what he was saying, kind of, sort of, but, like, he tripping. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? I pretty much agree with what everything y'all was saying, you know what I mean, as far as that goes. Right. But uh, in Cyberpunk, man, hey, I, I'm the type, man, it, delays don't really bother me as long as they get the game right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know this game better come out and it better not have no bugs, no nothing. <laughs> right. Boy, this thing better be all the way together. You know what I mean? As much as they've delayed this, they better, they better, it's, it better be on point. So, I mean, Take all the time you need, but come correct. <laughs> I mean, they they were saying that they're just having troubles with the current gen consoles, like the the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. I think like the the base models. And um, I was listening to a podcast. They were pretty much saying like they don't think it's the PlayStation Four they're having issues with, like the launch PlayStation Four. It's probably fine. They think it's the VCR looking OG Xbox One. The launch Xbox One is probably the one they're struggling with trying to get this game to run on it. Uh, just because it was just much weaker compared to the PlayStation 4. The S, yeah, and the of course the uh, 1X and the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro. But uh, if they are having issues with the current gen systems, I'm pretty sure i agree with them i think it's probably the launch xbox one all right um but other than that i mean that's all the news that we have for you guys uh definitely this episode was a little bit long but of course i feel like we gave you guys wonderful content wonderful information and an awesome show so thank you guys for sticking around towards the end uh, of course, you know, we went ahead and talked about the new improvements for next gen NBA 2K21. We went ahead and talked about the DualSense uh, 5 controller and the praise that it's been getting for just uh, feeling next gen. Uh, and we also went ahead and just talked about our excitement and disappointments and everything leading to this next gen. So definitely, man, if you guys, you know, have any comments or want to talk of what we discussed or just talk about video games in general man you guys know where to hit me up on twitter hit me up on twitter at donnie trace that's d-o-n-n-y-t-r the number three s go ahead and follow your boy um and you can go ahead and chat with me man like i love talking about video games anything movies uh sports i know it's uh, football going on right now you know i've been seeing my detroit lions you know they you know, I'm never really too excited, but uh, they've, you know, they've actually surprised me this year. Um, you know, they're, they're actually doing a little something, but we'll see how far that goes. Uh, definitely, man, just hit me up on there. And of course, uh, where can they find you at, Shane, if they wanted to get in contact with you? You can contact me on Twitter at TerpTech. Okay, okay. And uh, what about you, T.A.? Where can they uh, find you to chat with you? Uh, on Twitter, they can find me at TomasFK15. That's T 
capital T, lowercase o, lowercase m, lowercase a, lowercase s, capital F, capital K, and the number 15. You can follow me on there and chat it up with me. I talk about music, sports, and video games. That's about it, man. You already know. Hey, okay, yeah, there you have it, man. Go ahead and follow them, follow me. Uh, if anything, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. It's The Gap. We're on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, pretty much any major podcasting platform. Look us up, subscribe to us, and leave a review if you could. It'd really appreciate us. And go ahead and share the podcast and this episode, man, to your friends and family, man. We'd appreciate it. Uh, but other than that, man, I just want to go ahead and thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, next gen, baby, it's next week. So get ready. But of course, until next time, never stop gaming. Oh, thank you.